0: Good morning. Uh, Today we celebrate the first Sunday of Advent, that most special time of the year. And our theme on this first Sunday of Advent, the message of Christ, is about hope. We have two passages of scripture that certainly deal with this topic of hope. And the first one comes from the Old Testament prophet Isaiah, when he foretells the coming of the Messiah. And he says in Isaiah 9, beginning with verse 2, The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them a light has shined. The second passage is in the New Testament letter of Paul to the Romans. In chapter 5, the first five verses. These certainly would speak to us today and what we have been going through. He says, therefore, since we are justified by faith, we have peace with Christ through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have obtained access to this grace in which we stand. And we boast in our hope of sharing the glory of God. And not only that, but we also boast in our sufferings knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope, and hope does not disappoint us. As I said, today is the first Sunday of Advent. And normally, I think our reaction would be, wow, how did it get here so soon already? But this year, I think it's different. This year I would guess that most of us are probably glad that the Advent season is starting and and probably we feel it couldn't have gotten here soon enough. We need some good news in a tough year, a year that has been filled with so much bad news. And if you look around, I believe that people have started celebrating Christmas by putting outdoor lights in their yards, putting up Christmas trees in their homes. The stores have displayed uh, Christmas items earlier than ever before. And with this COVID-19 virus, uh, even Black Friday can't wait until after Thanksgiving, but it began online even before Halloween. With tornadoes and floods, A record year for hurricanes, a record year for wildfires out west, a terribly ugly presidential election, violence on the streets of our cities, and then to top it all off, COVID-19 with all of its shutdowns and social distancing, people say that 2020 is the year that they would like to forget. But you know, I think it's probably going to be the opposite that the year 2020 is a year we're always going to remember. And all of these problems that we've had this past year have set the stage for what I think will be the most wonderful Christmas celebration ever. It'll be a different Christmas, we know. Hanging of the greens this afternoon, this evening, will be outdoors in the parking lot. We won't have our well-loved walk through Bethlehem. We won't be singing Christmas carols together. We'll be worshiping online. There won't be an all church Christmas dinner. And who knows about Christmas Eve, which is my favorite service of the entire year. But we need the message of Christmas. And we need the feeling of Christmas. The message of Jesus, which is hope, peace, joy, and love. We need it more than we have probably ever needed it before during our lifetime. For many people, what has happened in this year, 2020, has made life not only difficult, even despairing, but for many people, it's become hopeless. But is this really anything new? Hasn't life always had its tragedies and its crises? Think about the world back when Jesus was born. Wasn't the world basically the same? I mean, it was a world of great poverty, of heavy taxation, Tyrannical rulers like King Herod who wanted to kill all the babies and those under two years old in the area of Bethlehem. It was a world of divided social classes, slavery, no status for women, no respect for marriage and family life. A world of political corruption, wars and wars and more wars and and violence in ways that you and I can't even imagine. It was a world of plagues and, and terrible diseases, even worse, far worse than the coronavirus. The literature of the time tells us that people lived with little hope for the future One writer even put it this way, he said, the world was perishing, rotting, decaying, reaching its end. Has the world really changed that much since the Old Testament time of Noah, when the Bible tells us that, quote, the wickedness of humankind was so great, the thoughts of human hearts were only evil continually. How does that compare? With the world in which we live today. I would say we need the blessings of Christmas as much as the world has ever needed it back then. Or to put it another way, they needed Christmas back then as much as you and I need it today. A world with so much hopelessness needs hope. And one of my favorite descriptions of that baby born in Bethlehem is that Jesus Christ is the hope of the world. He was the most unique baby ever born into this world. When he grew into manhood and ministry, he brought on earth the greatest message and witness of hope and joy that this world has ever known. Those who come to know him and believe his message and experience his spirit and his power and his energy are never hopeless again. This is life's great either or. Either there is dark, despairing, futile pessimism about life, or there is faith, hope, love, and joyful optimism, truly believing in Jesus Christ brings you that second option. Jesus brings hope that there is help, always help in times of trouble. He said, in this world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer for I have overcome the world. Or as the apostle Paul put it in 1 Corinthians ten thirteen, there is no trouble in life that is too great for you to handle with God's help. Jesus brings hope for the future, that it will be good no matter what the past has been. Ironically, it is the past and what God has done in the past that makes us trust in what God will do in the future. You know, that's what the Bible is all about. It's a history book about what God has done in the past, how God has kept his promises in the past because of his great love and faithfulness. For his people. And it's that record of how God has been faithful in the past that makes us trust his promises for the future. And Christmas is an important celebration, maybe one of the most important, the most important, because it reminds us of the greatest expression of God's love in the birth of that baby of Bethlehem. Jesus Christ is the hope of the world, because he enables us to overcome anything and everything that tries to defeat us physically or spiritually or any other way. And so we sing in one of our great carols of Christmas, and ye beneath life's crushing load, whose forms are bending low, who toil along life's climbing way with painful steps and slow... Look now for glad and golden hours come swiftly on the wing. Oh, rest beside the weary load and hear the angels sing. Yes, Jesus is the hope of the world. He was back in the first century when he was born. He is today for us in this difficult year of 2020. And he will be for eternity to come. The hope that he gives us is not only for this world, but also for whatever lies beyond this world. He gives us hope for eternal life. Mild he lays his glory by, born that we no more may die, born to raise us from this earth, born to give us second birth. Or in another carol, good Christian friends rejoice with heart and soul and voice. Now ye need not fear the grave. Jesus Christ was born to save. Calls you one and calls you all to gain his everlasting all. Christ was born to save. Christ was born to save. There are those people who look at life and see a hopeless end to it. But those of us who truly believe in Jesus Christ have only endless hope. But what is the true meaning of this word hope? Why, for example, did those wise men we read about in the Bible travel so far and for so long to see this baby of Bethlehem? And why did they keep on going even after they had lost the light of the star for a while? It's because they had hope, and hope is more than just optimism. Hope is more than just wishful thinking. Hope is more than just sitting back and waiting for something good to happen. It is the absolute assurance that what you believe in will take place. And it means doing everything you can on your part to help bring about that good future that you trust in and hope for. Hope is found in trusting God. And as I said a moment ago, we can see how God has kept his promises in the past. And that gives us the absolute assurance that God will continue to keep his promises in the future. When God makes a promise, you can depend upon it. And God makes more than 7,000 promises in the scriptures Trusting these promises, really trusting them, gives us the strength and the courage and the power we need to face whatever we might be going through at the present time. And that is what hope is all about. Hope is believing and trusting that with God, the impossible becomes possible. With God, all things are possible. So there are no hopeless situations in life. There are only hopeless people. And the reason they're hopeless is because they don't know God. In the scripture lesson I read a few minutes ago when the ancient prophet Isaiah foretold the birth of Jesus, he said, the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light, those who dwelt in the land of deep darkness, on them as light shined." And in the fourth Gospel, the Gospel of John, he tells about the birth of Jesus in a unique and beautiful way when he says, "...the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. The true light which enlivens every person was coming into the world." This is what hope is all about. The light which drives out the darkness, the darkness of despair, the darkness of hatred and violence, the darkness of sadness, loneliness, fear, brokenness. I have always loved the story that Robert Louis Stevenson tells about when he was a little boy. And back in that time, they they didn't have electricity. That was before electricity was discovered or invented. But they had gas lights that would illuminate the streets at night, and each lamppost had to be lit individually. And one evening, uh, Stevenson says, as a little boy, he was sitting at the window, looking out the window, when his mother said, Robert, what are you doing? And his response was, I'm watching the lamplighter coming down the street. He's punching holes in the darkness. That's what Jesus does. That's what Christmas does. It punches holes in the darkness of our world. We have been through a lot of darkness in this year of 2020, but God's light always shines in the darkness. You can trust that. And I think one of the greatest examples of why you can trust that, one of the greatest examples of the light shining in the darkness is the fact that just recently we have two, not just one, but two already vaccinations for the COVID virus that soon will become available to everyone. Once again, our hope is proving to be valid So as we begin our celebration of Christmas this year, let us remember the words of the Apostle Paul in his second letter to the Corinthians when he says, We are afflicted in every way, but not crushed, perplexed, but not driven to despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed. And to that we can add the words of a great praise song that says, I am blessed beyond the curse, for his promise will endure, that his hope is going to be my strength, and though the sorrowing may last for the night, his joy comes in the morning. Jesus Christ is the light of the world, because with God nothing is impossible. There are no hopeless situations. There are only hopeless people, but let us, none of us, be a part of the hopeless crowd as we celebrate Christmas again this year. Come, Christmas, come. Come, Jesus, come. Come, hope, come.